0: Canada, please take the Rays out of Tampa. They can't get any fans in their seats because they're terrible fans. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago and this is Sports sports, Sports with Nick Drago. Today on the show, we're going to talk all about this wacky new scenario where the Tampa Bay Rays would play in Montreal. Yeah, we're going to get into that, folks. No worries at all. We're also going to talk about baseball in London, the NBA and NHL draft, and the strange bet that John Cena decided to make with some random minor league baseball player. So stay with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. And welcome one and all to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. For those of you that are new to the program, welcome. We always love new friends uh, stopping in, coming around, watching the sports news and whatnot. Our goal here is to give you all the news and fun information from last week while giving you some insight into the week ahead. So for those of you out there who love sports, this is the place you're going to want to be. Um. Let's see. What did I do this week? Oh, wait. Sorry. Before we get into that, if you like what you hear, find us on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Type in that search bar, sports, sports, sports with Nick Drago. You'll see that big blue background with the star and the word sports, sports, sports going across us. That's us. So, again, type in sports, sports, sports with Nick Drago. You could also email me directly at sports 3 poop. Sorry. Ah. <sighs> Sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. I had a pretty long weekend. It was fun. Got to spend some time with my in laws up in Albany, New York. Uh, we went to a wedding. We went to a graduation. Uh, we did have to attend a wake as well. Um, but then we got to visit some family. It was just fun time all around. So, um, well, maybe not the wake. Part. I'm sorry, that was terrible. Okay, let, let's just can we talk about baseball? I'm sorry, let's talk about baseball. All right, so uh, exciting, a lot of exciting games this weekend, especially from this team right here. Uh, why don't we just talk? Let's just jump right into the uh, right into this weekend's games. Tampa Bay Rays. Now, <laughs> they had a pretty miserable weekend against the Yankees, a miserable, miserable week against the Yankees, getting swept by New York, but they managed to come back a little bit, getting two games. Over the Oakland Athletics, and we're going to talk about the Rays in a little bit. So, if you have Rays questions, please hold them. The Diamondbacks—they uh, they lost two games to the Giants this weekend. They did win in ten today. Alex uh, Dickinson for the uh, for the Giants, man, that guy—he has been playing unbelievably. Six RBIs uh, in Saturday's game. He helped him with a two-run double today. Pretty good stuff going on in San Francisco. Of course, the Diamondbacks, they are continuing to roll, hoping to get a better record so they could take down the Dodgers. Did did I say Dickinson? I meant Dickerson. Dickerson. Now, while we're on the subject of Los Angeles, they swept the Rockies this weekend, but it's the way in which they did it. Three walk-off wins, all three walk-off hits by rookies. What an unbelievable weekend for Los Angeles. They continue to roll right now. They've won, um, let's see, that's four, five, six, six straight games. Uh, Three against the Giants and three against the Rockies here. Let's see if they continue to roll into the week. Mariners, meanwhile, they... um, Wow, they looked pretty darn good this weekend. Of course, you're playing the Orioles, who are 22-56. Oh, God. Uh, but either way, they got four—I'm uh, sorry, three wins. They did lose yesterday to the Orioles, 8-4, to four, but uh, three wins, crushing them 13-3 to today. The M's—the M's? Has anyone ever called them that? The Mariners! Killing it right now. Meanwhile, a little bit of interleague play going on as the Angels took on the Cardinals. Now— <laughs> St. Louis, well, they got to beat up on poor little L.A. this weekend, at least in the first three games. uh, The final game is actually still occurring as we speak, but the Angels are ahead by one, so who knows. Really, though, this was a good uh, chance for the Cardinals fans to really enjoy the last bit of Albert Pujols. They might see in their stadium, unless these two end up in the World Series or something. you know, It's very rare that they play each other in St. Louis, so really exciting to see for the fans who, uh, I'm sure we're happy to see holes back in their backyard. And this, now this is just sad. Two weeks ago, the Fleas were in first place. Okay, Philadelphia was looking like they could make it to the postseason and actually make some noise. But then, they they've lost, they lost a couple games, right? They were swept by the Marlins this weekend, absolutely swept, okay, they lost 2-1, uh, to 5-3, to 6-4, to four. I mean, this is just embarrassing, I live in Philadelphia, so I'm not really a Phillies fan, but like I like the team, I like to watch the team, and I'm embarrassed for the team, 7 straight losses for Philadelphia, come on guys, let's get this together. And, of course, fans of the show know that I love watching the Boston Red Sox lose. And what a better weekend. They lost two games to the Blue Jays. They did win in 10 innings um, on Friday night, 7-5, to 5, but then lost two straight games to Toronto, their neighbors to the north, our neighbors to the north. Way to go, Canada. Um, and, of course, as I mentioned with the Rays, we're going to talk more about Canada in a moment. So stick with us about that. And the Indians, they got a couple of wins this weekend as well. A sweep, actually, over the Tigers, El Tigres. Uh, they promoted Bobby Bradley from AAA. He's supposed to be a nice nice uh, big slugger, and they, they need it. But the Indians, they're coming on strong, maybe hoping to catch up to the Twins. And the Braves, they're holding strong onto first place, winning two games over the Washington Nationals, 13-9 on Saturday and 4-3. Another extra inning game that went on today. Uh, who do they have coming up? The Braves. Let's uh, let's see. They just beat up on the Mets there. Oh yeah, we got the Cubbies this week, four game series, and then they return to City Field for the Mets. So a couple of really tough games coming on for uh, for Atlanta. This is really going to test this young team. And the Pirates, they are on a bit of a streak as well. They've won four straight. Uh, into going into well after today's game, four straight one against the Tigers and then three against the Padres who are faltering a little bit. Uh, they did get a nice little rally in the uh, 11th inning today and then a walk off by Newman that uh, that sealed the victory for them. So Pirates moving their way up, Padres they're starting to slow down and Houston. Ooh, the Houston Astros showed some weakness this weekend as the New York Yankees beat them up in three of the four games and they were fun games today though they did manage to get a win in front of the old timers at Yankee Stadium for old timers day I gotta say watching uh Don Larson walk out there uh with his um with his uh Walker was quite impressive and then uh, he snapped a picture with David Cohn and David Wells the two other Yankees to pitch a perfect game so really cool always love seeing old timers day but either way the Yankees they got Judge they got Stanton's back Gregorius looks like he's hitting well. This team is firing now, and all the other teams better watch out, especially the Astros. They they also beat the Rays. They swept the Rays earlier this week, so uh, they're putting the league on notice that uh, New York is ready to play. And Milwaukee. You know that Milwaukee didn't really look so great. Early in the week, they were swept by the Padres, and then they came in. They lost two to the Reds. That was five straight games. Finally got a victory yesterday, and then today, man, Brandon Woodruff had... Twelve strikeouts, absolutely crushing it for the Brewers. So they managed to get uh, two wins there, but two losses against the Reds. So kind of an even series. And the Reds, you know, I gotta say they, they're uh, they're pushing themselves up to 500. It could be, maybe they'll have a winning record this season. Who knows? And the Twins and Royals, they split a series this weekend. Uh, Twins uh, losing today, six to one to their brethren down in Kansas City. And the Cubbies and Mets, they also split their series this weekend with uh, – actually, uh, Cubs lost the first game – won the first game and then lost two to New York, and then uh, today they lost five to three. And uh, I think they're they're just about even with the Brewers now. We'll take a look at the standings in a moment, though, just to be sure. And then, of course, you got the Rangers, who have been a great story this year. The last month or so, they've been crushing their way. They have a winning record. They're, they're at least pushing their way towards postseason contention. Um, and then you got you know they they actually lost two games this weekend to the White Sox. Yeah, two. No, 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 they lost. Sorry, they lost Friday's game in extras, and then they happened to have won uh, yesterday and today. So two wins for the Rangers coming out of this week. And now we're going to take a look at the standings. The Twins, of course, in the AL Central, they are on top right now, eight games ahead of the Indians. Now, a few you know I think a week or so ago, the Indians had a losing record. Didn't really look like anybody could challenge the Twins for for the top spot. However, they've won 8 of their last two games. They're actually pushing themselves up into wild card contention. That's right. They have they're in possession of one of the two wild card slots at this moment, which means they'd make the postseason if it were to occur today. Uh Twins though, Twins are still crushing it right now. Let's move it down. Move it down to the AL East. There we go. Los Yankees. On top, eight and two. Uh, like I said, they won uh, eight, six straight, six straight games this week, which was quite impressive. They're four and a half over the Rays, uh, Tampa Bay is uh, Tampa Bay is four and a half behind, but they haven't looked all too great. Red Sox are seven and three in their last 10. So they're, they're pushing themselves up. Although, you know, they did lose the last two that hurts and they got the blue Jays. And then you got, (laughs) Oh, the Orioles. Are they in last place? I'm pretty sure they're in last place. in The America East. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. America East, (laughs) America league. Although shout out to America East basketball and all the other great sports. Went to the university of Hartford. Loved it. Great conference. All right. A.L. West, the Astros, the Strohs on top right now. They, they're 3-7 and seven in their last 10. They're not looking good. The Rangers are only a half game back of the wildcard slot, but 6.5 back from first place in the Astros. So right now the Rangers would occupy, uh, would they be in spot number 2? Uh, no, that would be the Rays. The Rays are in spot number 2, but their Astros are half game back, which is uh, good for them. Good for them. And you have the Rangers, the Rangers, the Athletics, they're pushing themselves as well, 6-4 uh, and four in their last 10. They're only a uh, game and a half behind the Rangers, so two games behind the wild card. They're, they're pushing themselves for contention as well. Now, let's make our way up here. We're going to take a look at the National League. The National League. So, in the NL Central, it's the Cubbies on top, although the Central has been quite the log jam this year uh, Cubs are number one, Brewers and Cardinals. Now, those are your two wild card teams, um, and really only one game separates the two of them, which is quite exciting. Uh, Brewers, like I said earlier, they've lost three of their last seven, so oof. Cardinals could be pushing it. And the Reds and Pirates really aren't that far off either. This This division could go to anybody right now, but I got to give the Reds credit because they're keeping themselves alive in this thing. And over the NL West, where the Phillies are now, just one game over 500, Very disappointing for them. Uh, they've lost nine of their last ten games, seven straight. They need a turnaround. They really need a turnaround. Uh, the Mets and the Nationals, meanwhile, they're about a, half a game separates them. Um, they it, 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 Honestly, they're... they're they're going to need to win a lot of games if they want to catch up to the Braves because the Braves are rolling right now. They, absolutely, they look amazing compared to the rest of the NL East. So uh, it's going to be tough for anybody to catch up to them. In the West, the Dodgers, of course, are on top 13 games ahead of the Rockies, 15 and a half games ahead of the Diamondbacks, and also 15 and a half ahead of the Padres. So uh, those teams are going to be looking for a wild card slot. Rockies are half game back, uh, Diamondbacks and Padres, they're three games back a piece. Um, so yeah, th- some very interesting, uh, stuff coming out of the NL at the moment. And if you look on your screen right now, you're going to get to see the finalists for the all-star game. So MLB changed it up a little bit this year. Now you saw me place my ballots the other week. So all of those got voted into a bunch of these players, right? Right. All of these players now, it's going to be voted on who of them will be starting for the all-star game. I believe they've all made it. They'll all get to wear their colors and whatnot and be a part of that team. I think I, I might have to double check on that. Um, however, they will all be, uh, we'll get to decide who of these players will make it to the All-Star game. So a couple of my choices made it in there like James McCann. I, I definitely went for El Gary, the Kraken, Gary Sanchez, and uh, Luke Voigt. I definitely voted for Luke Voigt. Uh, DJ LeMayu, who has been crushing it for the Yankees. Of course, Jose Altuve. I, you know, that guy is just crazy good. He is crazy. Uh, third baseman, Alex Bregman. Nice choice there. Hunter Dozier. Yep. Uh, Gio Rochelle was a bit of a surprise for me, but he's really – he's done a lot for the Yankees this season. Um, and if anybody deserves it, it's this guy that nobody thought was going to be a a, a a great player, and suddenly he's turned himself into the starting third baseman for the New York Yankees, especially with the, uh, Anduar on uh, medical leave. He's on the injured list for the season. Uh, Glaber Torres, no surprise there. Carlos Correa, of course. Uh, Mookie Betts. Mookie, you made it in, didn't you? Of course, Mike Trout, the guy in outfield. Aaron Judge, kind of a surprising pick since he's been hurt. More of a popularity contest, I suppose. Michael Bradley, Josh uh, Reddick, Eddie Rosario. He's having a great season, too. Joey Gallo. um, And then, of course, the usuals in the uh, DH realm. Um, so a couple of surprising names on here, as, as I sort of mentioned, um, but Hey, I'll, you know, it is what it is. It's what the fans wanted. It's what the fans voted on. Uh, so let's move down to the national league. And so for the national league finalists here, sorry, uh, some of these, some words got caught up on the screen here. This is all from NBC the layout that you're seeing here. So thank you, NBC for allowing us to use your page um, if you want to write about us somewhere on your website, that would be great. Sports, 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 uh, with Nick Drago. You can email me sports, at gmail.com. Uh, so national league finalists here, Contreras, Brian McCann, Grandal, uh, Josh Bell, of course, the first baseman, that was a very nice choice. I like Anthony Rizzo and Freeman, but Josh Bell for the pirates, he has been unbelievable. So far this season, Mustakas, he's having to come back here for the Brewers. I'm happy for him. He's always been a good guy. Uh, Josh Donaldson, Chris Bryan, of course, Arenado. I believe he was my choice for the Rockies. You got to love Arenado. Um, Baez for the Cubs. He's always doing well. Trevor Story, always doing well. Um, Cody Bellinger and Christian Yelich and Ronald Acuno. I think those were, were my three picks. If I remember correctly, they're all in there for the outfield category along with Elmara Uh, Jordan, Jason Hayward, uh, Marcakis. Oh, good for you, Nick Marcakis. Killing it. All right. Charlie Blackman, um, Kyle Schwarber, Jock Peterson. So uh, they're going to announce, I believe, Thursday, the 27th. uh, They're going to announce the results right now. The uh, next round of voting is going to open up Wednesday night. So uh, by 7 p.m., thursday june 27th we're gonna know who the starters are along with the pitchers for the all-star game and if you don't agree with these email me sports 3x podcast at gmail.com i'd love to hear your thoughts on this so a couple big stories in mlb land this weekend i'm gonna start with the two 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 big ones um so this week MLB, Major League Baseball, is playing in London. Yankees, Red Sox, two-game series next weekend. Should be interesting, right? I don't know what the fan base is for baseball in the UK. I don't know if it's just all expats that are buying tickets. But if it's anything like Facebook, if it's anything like football, it's going to be pretty lucrative, you know? Um, Prince Harry, he's going to be there throwing out that first pitch. I, uh, I'm hope he's got a good arm. I don't know how cricket translates, but, um, we'll see. Uh, so really, I, I hope they do well. Maybe we'll get a, a London team one of these days. I don't know. I don't know at all. What I am excited for though is 10 a.m. baseball. Come on. Who doesn't want to watch baseball in their jammies? I know most of you are like, Nick, you're still in your pajamas at 10 a.m. Yes. Some days. On Sundays, some days on Sundays, yes. Um, so yeah, I, I don't. I think it should be fun. Should be. Should. I'm glad they chose Yankees Red Sox the first time they're doing this. I don't know how like the Royals or I don't know the Marlins if they'd have a big fan base over there. So they picked two. Uh, they picked a good rivalry. You know, like. The best in baseball. Uh, okay, so the other big story. I promised I would talk about this. Tampa Bay, right? The Rays for years have struggled to put fans in the seats. Doesn't matter if they made the World Series, won the division, um, had a winning record, crushed the best teams in baseball. People do not like going to Rays games. The assumption here was that, at one, this is a baseball hotbed. Guys like Wade Boggs grew up in the area. A lot of great young players come from this region. So, okay, that makes sense. Maybe a team here would help cultivate baseball in the area. And two, you get a lot of folks who retire and end up moving down to the Gulf, like Sarasota and all those other towns um, along the way. So, it, it made sense to put a team in Tampa Bay. But really, and, and this isn't just for the Rays, it's any Tampa team. The Lightning, maybe the Bucks do well, but any football team does well. Um, but but the, the Lightning have the same issue, is that it doesn't matter how good they are, they can't seem to fill seats. So the Rays are finally saying enough is enough. You know, Tropicana Field's basically falling apart. The city doesn't seem to want to give them a new stadium. So they've basically threatened to... They've threatened to move to Montreal in the past, but now they've been given the okay by Major League Baseball to um, enact, to, to, to research the possibility of playing half of their season in Tampa and half in Montreal, Canada. Quebec. It's in the Quebec province of Canada. Merci. That's the only French word that I can think of off the top of my head. Baguette. That's another one. So yeah, Uh, you know, the Expos played there for a long time. Montreal Expos love it. I wish I had my hat with me. I left it. It's at my parents' house. Uh, Otherwise, I would totally be wearing that right now. For uh, the Rays slash Montreal Expos, so um, and, and be good. You know you have Toronto's nearby. You know it would be so much easier for travel because the other teams, Red Sox, uh, Yankees, the Orioles, they're all up in that northeastern area, and then you have Tampa that's all the way down at the bottom. So it makes it makes sense to have this team up there. Maybe they'd want to restructure, um, but you're building two stadiums now. Now you need to have one in Tampa and one in Montreal. It's almost like you're putting one foot in the door in Montreal and one in Tampa. Honestly, I think they're just doing this as a ply to get Tampa, the city of Tampa Bay, to pay for a new stadium. Um, And if they say no, then bon voyage. Is that French? That might be French. And then, you know, Rivaderti. Now that's Italian. I know that one. Um, either way, if Tampa says no, all right, fine. We'll move to Montreal, city that's been craving baseball for the last uh, fifteen or so years. And uh Sayonara, Dunzo, goodbye. Or they get the stadium they want. They don't have to enact this whole crazy plan anyway. They'd probably. They so they said they'd want to play half their games in Tampa, the first half of the season when it's nice and warm down in Tampa, and the second half when it's nice and warm up in Canada, that'll be up, uh, the second half of the season would be in Canada. Who gets the playoff games? Fingers crossed it's Canada, because again, they're more likely to fill those seats. And if you really think that's bonkers, and there's no way it's gonna work, it didn't work with the Expos, it'll work. It'll work. T- Toronto had 3 million people at their uh, NBA celebration. Yes, that's a much more popular sport um, nowadays, at least. But, nah, people want baseball back in Montreal. They want it. So I'd be okay. If You move, you stay, whatever. Um, but it's almost like the, the San Diego Padres had the same situation. They threatened the city of San Diego. They said, we're going to move. We're going to go to L.A. if you don't pay a stadium. And what did they do? They folded their arms. They said, "Yeah, see you later. Goodbye. So um, you know this could go either way, but uh, you're going to hear a lot of speculation about this over the next couple of years. Their uh, their lease in ter- in Tampa doesn't end until 2027. The problem is that stadium's falling apart. So if they need if they need a new stadium, you're going to want to put those plans into place like now. Otherwise, they might have to play in like. Miami for a few years I I don't know and that's even worse they're in the same boat really they can't get fans in Miami either which you'd think again is a baseball hotbed so whatever all right why don't we take a quick uh commercial break I'm done talking to baseball we'll go into some basketball and whatnot so stick with us friends because sports 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 baby we will be right back Hello friends, I'm Nick Drago with the Sports 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 Podcast. Do you have an amazing product you're trying to sell? Well, let me tell you exactly where to shove it. Up your butt! I'm just kidding. No, what you should really be doing is trying to peddle it on my podcast. That's right, we're offering free ad space for anybody interested in selling their amazingly amazing products. All you have to do is email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com, so we can figure out exactly how to get your message out there and on the air. So once again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Shoot me an email, and I'll be waiting patiently by my computer. And they're going to snap it, and it's Trey Burton who throws, caught, falls, touchdown. And welcome back, friends. Uh, so NBA draft, that was this weekend. Um, you know what, let's, let's just look at it. Let's look at what happened. And of course, my favorite time of year for the MLB is the draft. And do you know why? Well, it's not just the draft. It's really the whole off season thing, because, um, to be honest with you, it's just, it's just so much more exciting. There's just so much excitement. Um, so yeah, where do we even start with this thing? The Pelicans, of course, taking Zion Williamson, no surprise. Uh, John Morant, Morant, whatever, he's going to the Grizzlies. R.J. Barrett to the Knicks. Knicks fans were going nuts in the stands. Thank goodness they made the right pick. Now, the Lakers, they're getting DeAndre Hunter, really good pick for them, although they'll probably end up shipping that to the Pelicans um, trust me, we're going to, we're going to talk all about that in a moment. So, uh, don't, don't hesitate. Don't worry. Darius Garland, interesting choice of point guard for the Cavs. They really don't have a point guard right now without LeBron, uh, since he's left. Um, so he could be just a, maybe a filler option. And in two years, LeBron's going to want to finish his career in Cleveland. We'll see. Um, Jarrett Culver for the Suns. That was a really good pick for them. I think he's going to mesh well with their young players. Uh, There's been talks of them maybe going after Chris Paul because they're like the only team that can afford his massive contract. Uh, So we'll see what happens there. Uh, The Bulls, they get Cody White, Jackson Hayes to the Hawks. Wizard with... Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't even know if I can say that name. Ryu Hachimura? The guy from Gonzaga. How about we just say that? Cam Reddish, the other Duke champion... Well, not champion, but you know what I mean. Uh, he went to the Hawks, Timberwolves with Cameron Johnson, P.J. Washington, the Hornets, and then, you know, we get to a whole bunch of guys that, uh, unless you really follow basketball, you're going to not be super into. Um, but, you know, the top couple picks kind of went the way we all expected uh, with Williamson, Morant, and uh, R- R.J. Barrett going to the Knicks. So, really exciting stuff. I Can't wait for Summer League. We would love to see what some of these guys – can end up doing. And of course the uh, NHL draft was this weekend. Uh, the devils made out like bandits. First off, they had the number one overall pick Jack Hughes uh, at center. He's going to be a good, uh, good. He's going to be a fantastic addition to the New Jersey devils. And I'm a little scared of uh, what that team can put together going into next season. Uh, the Rangers at number two got, Oh boy. Kapu Kaku. Kapu, Kapupu, um, either way, really great player. I think he's going to do a lot as well. Right winger, uh, they need somebody. They need anything, really. The Rangers need a little bit of everything except for goalie. Uh, Kirby Datch for the uh, from uh, Saskatoon going to the Chicago Blackhawks, and then Bowen Byram to the Avalanche, and the number five pick was uh, Alex Turcotte. Um, and a couple other picks here too for those of you watching on our YouTube channel. They're all kind of on the screen that first round, those first round selections. Uh the real big story though was the the team, the Devils, I said they made out like bandits. It wasn't just Jack Hughes they got. No, 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 no. No, no. They got PK Suban. They made a trade with the Predators. And so P.K. Subban, yeah, he's on the decline, but man, he's the type of leader that a young core like New Jersey needs, and they're going to get a superstar kind of guy on their roster. Like I said, Devils might be a little scary this year. And once again, their division looks even tougher. I say it every year, the Metro is the toughest division in the NHL. There's four divisions. Yes, they're all pretty darn good, but really... You got the perennial contenders, the Penguins and the Capitals. You, of course, have the Islanders who are looking very well positioned to do some great things, not just this year but in the next few years. The Rangers now have a nice pick, and uh, they could really be in it any given year. And then you have the, the teams like the Hurricanes, who no one expected to do well this year, and now the Devils, who, um, who any given year can be a top contender. So and. Yes, the Flyers are there too. I didn't forget about the Flyers, but really of all the teams, they're the least likely to make any noise next season. So very, very exciting stuff. I'm so anxious for the next season to start. Everybody knows I am a huge hockey fan, so we'll uh, we'll just have to wait and see, folks. Just have to wait and see. Now I'm jumping around a little bit here. I know we just did some NBA and then some hockey, but real quick, back to, um, back to the NBA for a moment. A lot of rumors coming around this week. Kyrie Irving apparently hated living in Boston. Granted, the snow doesn't help, and the people. I'm just kidding, Boston friends. You know I love you up there, pocking the cot, Harvard and and all that stuff you do. No, Boston's it's a nice city. It's a quaint city. It's it's you know it's fun. There's a lot to do. Um, I just personally don't like the sports teams. But well, really, I just don't like the Red Sox. And the Patriots. But they don't play in Boston, so that's okay. Um, but really, you know, um, I don't know what Kyrie was thinking when he went there. Um, it's not going to be as friendly a place as Cleveland. And really, now you're talking about going to New York. If, if you think Boston was bad, <laughs> have fun in Brooklyn. He's been talking about going to the Nets, apparently. Um, you know, he didn't really seem to mesh too well with the young team in Boston. They had a good core of young talented players that could really pull together. So instead, he wants to go to a team like Brooklyn, which is a young core of players who can really pull things together. Oh, you're going to have the same problem in Brooklyn that you do in Boston. Kyrie is not a leader, whether it's in the locker room, on the court, nothing. He is not a leader. Why the bonkers scenario, the Brooklyn Nets want him, I don't know. At least if he goes to... to, um, at least if he goes to Kansas City, it'll be a bit of a different Kansas City. Now at least if him and Kevin Durant pair together, it'd be a pretty different story, but that doesn't really seem to be the case. No, instead, we're kind of just stuck with um, we're, we're stuck with him playing by himself because I think Durant's going to stay. Why would he go anywhere? He's injured. Who's going to pay buco bucks for a guy like that? Sign a one-year deal. Stay with the the, the Warriors. or he, he doesn't even have to exercise his option. He could just stick around for another year. Whatever. Sit on the bench, collect your paycheck, and then go play somewhere else. Kyrie, man, you're screwed. Unless you go play with LeBron again, you're screwed. Because you're going to play on a team that's not that great. The top contenders aren't paying buco bucks for you. So, hey, man, you want out of Boston? That's fine have fun we'll talk uh, more about the NBA and the all these crazy players you know I love this drama stuff it's so exciting we'll get more into this as the um, as the weeks go on The real free agency the meat and potatoes that starts next week so we'll get into it next week um, but with that why don't we take a quick commercial break all right we'll be right back Hello friends, has this ever happened to you? You're walking down the street, you're super hungry, and you go to reach for a licorice stick and ah, uh, you don't have one. Well, now that's no longer a problem with the licorice machine. That's right, this nifty 40-pound backpack straps straight to your back with a tube that connects directly to your mouth. Anytime you're hungry, just suck that delicious licorice right out of the tube, you suck it right up in your mouth, and you enjoy the spoils of that. Alright, that's a pretty bad advertisement. But you know what would work better here? Something of your own design. Do you have an ad? Something you're trying to sell? Maybe just a happy message to share with my fans? Well, this is your chance. Email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Free. And welcome back. Before we end the show, a uh, couple more uh, other things I wanted to talk about here. Of course, my phone gets locked as soon as I'm about to talk about stuff. UConn basketball could be returning to the Big East next year. My One of my favorite teams returning to one of my favorite conferences. So I'd love to see this happen because they've been there since the 70s, since the, the beginning of the Big East, and then in 2013, they left for the ACC. Yeah, they won a national title while they were out there, but honestly, they've had a hard time competing with some of those teams, and I think the Big East is a better move for them. It's going to make the conference stronger because, again, they lost all those, um, they lost half their teams a couple of years ago, and that whole realignment thing really didn't go well for the Big East. So to bring UConn back in the fold... I love it. I just love it. They never should have left to begin with. All right. Athlete of the week. Now, depending on who you talk about, some people will say wrestlers are athletes. Some people say they're not. Listen, what those guys do out there every single day is unbelievable to their bodies. I'll call that some kind of athletic activity. If you don't want to call it a sport, fine. Just because it's scripted, whatever. But man, you got to appreciate what those guys can do. John Cena. This doesn't really have anything to do with what he's done on the uh, in the ring. But uh, no, this has a lot to do with him as a person. So uh, John Cena's out to dinner. Meets up with uh, this minor league baseball player, Logan. Allen and Padres fans already know where I'm going with this. They end up having this conversation, and and by the end of the night, um, John Cena says to him, "Here's my contact information. This is my cell phone number. If you make it, or uh, he bet he bet the guy a dollar. I'll bet if you one dollar that you do not make it to the major leagues." And he gives him his contact info. I said, "I want you to hold me to this." Okay, fine. So. Logan Allen made his major league debut this weekend. He texted John Cena and guess who showed up at the game to make good on his bet. Yeah, John Cena. He did. So I, I got to give the guy credit for that. Come on. That was pretty, it pretty cool move. Um, so yeah, way to go Logan Allen. Way to go. John Cena. Good work guys. All right. Uh, i think that's it for me special thanks of course going to johanna drago she is the content editor logo designer and set designer of our lovely podcast um special thanks uh sorry the music that you hear is the song called golden sunrise by josh woodward a link to his website can be found on the show notes. And Mary Kay Albert and the rest of the uh, super fan Crujo collabro We get a lot of likes from uh, Lois Butler, so the more the better. Keep them coming, gang. Keep sharing our stuff. We uh, we love it. Um, and all our other Facebook friends, we've got a lot of recent... Uh, oh, sorry. Hiccups. Hmm. <laughs> oh. All right, it's gone. One and done. That's how I do it we got a lot of recent people coming in to uh, watch the show, so thank you so much for the support. I love, I just love it. I love doing this. It's a lot of fun. Um, anybody else? Anything else? All the news outlets that have let me use some of their graphics and whatnot, thank you. Please don't sue me. Uh, no, thank you for letting me use your stuff. I appreciate it. All right, um, with that, I think that's all I got. So, if you like what you heard, find us on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Remember, go to that search bar and type in sports, sports, sports with Nick Drago. You can also email me at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, boy. Now, if you liked all that, like, comment, share, Twitter, tweet, tweet, and send us an email if you'd like. Uh, Now, I'm exhausted. I know a lot of you, you see me in the jersey. You're expecting me to be there at Old Timers Day. I just, there's a lot of traffic. I couldn't make it. I'm sorry. I know they didn't even call my name at Yankee Stadium. I was very upset. I'm going to have to talk to Michael K about that. All right, friends, uh, once again, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure having you here. I think I said everything I need to say. So good night, sayonara, adios, and ca